Blog Talk Radio. Letterman, I'm not wearing pants. I'm not, I'm not actually wearing pants, and I could be wearing a skirt, but I'm not wearing those or that either. I'm not wearing that either. I'm not even going to tell you my name. You already know my name, sort of, or you don't know my name, or you're tuning in wondering what the hell this has to do with Paranormal and Night Owls Radio. Well. I'll tell you right now what it has to do with it, baby dolls. It has to do with the fact that women are vastly, vastly under, undershown, underappreciated, underrepresented, underrepresented. Oh, yeah. Underrepresented. Rep. Boy, man, did you see what just happened there? I used to have a speech impediment when I was a kid, and I couldn't say my R's, and that just happened again right now. Not underrepresented, underrepresented when it comes to sports, but most importantly, when it comes to covering sports, American sports, for the purpose of tonight's show. I might get into soccer later on. European soccer, I might not. Who knows? I don't know what I'm talking about. That's the whole point of this show. I'm going to start doing sports shows since that's what everybody seems to want. That's always the most popular thing. And I could spend probably about an hour just giving you a background on why I decided to start this show. Well, it's going to be very colorful. It might be kind of black and dark and boring. Or it could be really sunlit and zippy and red and orange colorful for you. But let's just say I, and I've mentioned this before on my show on blogtalkradio.com, Night Owls Radio. I literally, and I'm not exaggerating when I say this, and it's really strange. It's, it's a very strange occurrence in my little paranormal life that 
my experiences and what I've had on this planet that it was a sports radio show that got me through college. And believe me, I think that I had the hardest time getting through college and getting my bachelor's degree than anybody else out there. But I got it. Yes, I finally got it a couple years ago. When I finally graduated a couple years ago, it was after no less than three and a half years. I'd say about three, no, what am I saying? More like six years, probably six solid years of listening to this particular radio show. And oh, I want to say the name, and I want to say the name of the two guys and the two men. I can only remember one name. That's right. Six years of listening, and I'm still not sure what the name of this show is. That's right. Because it was on in the background. I listened to it. It was on in the background when I was doing my assignments, my college work college assignments. It got me through my college tests. It got me through all those endless, endless assignments. I had to take classes over even a couple of times. Well, more than a couple of times for math courses. So, needless to say, without getting into all of that, it doesn't interest you sports fans out there. Everybody seems to love sports because it's like where we get our activity or you live vicariously because you are out of shape and you can't get out there and do it, but you used to play sports, maybe it's none of the above. Maybe you just like it for the entertainment value, of which there kind of wasn't for a lot of years in my hometown anyway. But that show and listening to that show, you think I would have absorbed over the course of six and a half years or more, that I would have absorbed into my brain at least some information some names, some players in the NFL, some players in base in the baseball league. That would be the North American Baseball League. Because this this country, this show is being heard right now, of course, on a podcast all over the granite planet. So I have to say, I am in the north coast, northeast area of North America. North Coast, North America. Okay, so I'm going to talk about that part of sports for now, like I said, and then eventually I probably will get into other countries and their sports that are not as well known probably to people in America, to a lot of Americans, to a lot of United Statesers. Well, those names, even though I listened for six and a half years, the names of the players did not absorb my brain. The name of the host of the show barely absorbs my brain. And I would just hear the same names over and over and over again. The coaches this, the coaches that, coach, coach, coach. Coaches moved around so much. We had so many coaches for the Browns, the Cleveland Browns, and the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland have fans, you have to understand, all over the world. It's amazing. They have fans in Australia. I will watch a show in Australia, and it's on YouTube. It's not a show. It's a channel. And there will be kids wearing Browns jerseys. 
They meet in pubs across this planet when the Cleveland Browns are playing. That's how magical the Browns are. When my day, when I was a kid, I was being told all the history of Paul Brown, former coach of the Cleveland Browns. I heard all the history. I got to finally meet Jim Brown, finally, about five and a half years ago. I got to at least see Jim Brown, okay? Considered to be probably the best quarterback ever. Ever. Ever in the NFL. Or whatever. You don't even know what position he played, do you? I told you. It's an underrepresented show about women never hosting sports, sports shows. You'll hear women on major networks on television talking about sports, but when have you seen a woman actually hosting a sports-related talk show, or be it on television or radio? You do not see women hosting talk shows specifically and only about sports until tonight when that all changes with me, honey. It all changes tonight. That's right. Yeah. I always have to be the original. I always have to be the original. I always have to be the first. Well, and if you don't know anything else, you know that the Cincinnati Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals, as we used to call them, or the Bungles, the Cincinnati Bengals, are in the Super Bowl. Woo! I'll clap to that. And the quarterback, oh, the quarterback, as the song said in the 80s, is Joe Burrow. So at least you know that, right? If you don't know anything else, you know that Joe Burrow is the quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. What do I know about the Cincinnati Bengals? What's the thing that sticks out in my mind the most? First of all, there's this controversy apparently going on now in my hometown of Cleveland, just down the road from New York City, where people are actually spending their time worrying about or being angry about the fact that they're being asked to wear the Cincinnati Bengals colors this Sunday in Cleveland. Because, of course, you know, we have our biggest rivalry is with Pittsburgh Steelers. That's the rivalry. But Cincinnati, which is about five-hour drive, four and a half, five hours, from Cleveland is still – because it's still technically in the same state, it's sort of a rivalry. So being asked to wear, you know, the colors, do you think, what do you think about that? I'm going to open the chat room. I'm going to open the line. The call-in number is 657-383-1357. 657-383-1357. If you have an opinion, on Cleveland being asked to support the Bengals by wearing the colors this Sunday and perhaps to support them otherwise. Otherwise, because you're in the same state. Okay, you're from the same state. Technically, Simpson is right on the border with Kentucky, right down the line at Kentucky. 
Some people consider it to be Kentucky. Then again, there's a particular city, suburb of Cleveland that they consider to be Kentucky also because we have so many, had so many people that come up from West Virginia and Kentucky to live in the Cleveland area, which is another story for another time, but probably goes back to the whole steel industry factories and there being jobs supposedly up in Cleveland way back a million years ago. And I don't live in the past. That's one thing. Like most people live in the past. They're stuck 70 years ago talking about what happened in sports in that town, talking about any industry in that town. In the present day, even 70-some years later, 7-0, <laughs> that's 7-0, the Browns are still the headliners and in Cleveland. And not only are they the major thing of that town, they're the major sport of that town, which to me, being a big baseball fan, is really, you know, I just love baseball because it's all about summer and being out in the sun and the smell of the popcorn and the peanuts and the, all of that, the green, green grass, the green, green grass of home. Winter is associated with football. And football is mean, you know, it's mean, knock them down hard. Baseball is great. You can sit out there for hours, hours before it takes them to finish a game. That's why baseball, they say, isn't as popular anymore. Did you know that? Because the games have become too long for the current culture that has a minuscule, biopic, unlaser-like focus. So they like football because football's faster. The season is tremendously fast. There's only 16 games. Should we be supporting the Bengals just because we are from the same state? Should we support them in the Super Bowl? Is that supposed to mean that the Browns aren't going to get to the Super Bowl and this is the best thing they could do? <laughs> Think again, my dears, okay? Think again. Because remember... If you weren't there for the last Browns game, we beat Cincinnati. Woohoo! Yeah, the Browns closed out what is called a, quote, disappointing season on Cleveland.com by beating. But they don't call it beating because that would be too mean. Defeating the Bengals and the final score, 21 16. That was the final score of the last game. 21-16 with Ernest Johnson having 123 yards rushing and a touchdown. Thank you very much. Yeah, man, doing these sports games really peps you up. Sports shows, no wonder people like to do these shows, which is my other question I'll throw out there. And I've asked this before. Why is sports always so popular? Why is it always the most talked about subject in talk radio, for anyone that loves talk radio, and I would presume that you do or you wouldn't be listening to this show right now, why is sports the number one thing you hear everywhere I go? I couldn't turn on AM radio in New York City, in Texas, in Montana, everywhere I went. Well, Montana had some different things, and so did Texas. Believe you me, they had their own, you know, I would call 
local shows where they talked about local topics on their AM stations in Texas and in Montana. But when I was in Montana, on the radio, still sports, but not as much as in New York City where it just blasts out at you and blares out at you from the radio. From the radio AM, sports shows by the dozen blare out at you in Cleveland. And it was great. Like I said, background noise for me. I wasn't even really picking, but, you know, somewhere along the line, I kept hearing the same names over and over again, Jamar this, but uh, this, you know, through the years, OBJ, Monu J, OBJ, all the nicknames of the players, all the abbreviations, all their nicknames, not their real names, over and over and over again from 2014 through the beginning of 2020. So all the way 2014 through 2020, except for that one year, that's one year where I wasn't in classes and was working the call and took off <laughs> some vacation. <laughs> it was no vacation for me. But I was listening that whole time and hearing the names over and over again. Still not knowing the plays, the runs, what was going on, the scores, not really watching the games. I get my news all through. Isn't that amazing? I'm the only person on this planet that gets all of their sports news through AM radio, and now you're going to do the same. You're going to do that too. If you want to hear this show again, let me know. Let me know. Get in the chat room. It's open at blogtalkradio.com, Miss X. That's blogtalkradio.com, Miss X. You can leave a comment right on the page. And hopefully I'll get it. I don't know how that works, actually. How that works on BTR, Blog Talk Radio, they hook it up with Facebook. You get on your Facebook account, and you can leave me a comment if you want to hear more of these shows, this type of topic covering sports. So it's just the anticipation of it, right? Not the betting. Please, please, no wagering. Another Letterman term. Please, it's not about betting. Talking about what the odds are going to be every year. Who's going to win the big Super Bowl? What a childish name, by the way, Super Bowl. It's not a bowl. It should be called Super Tournament, Super Football. Why isn't it called Super Bowl? Woo! Let me ask the question. Why isn't it called Super Bowl? Oh, when you would hear the same guys, the same men over and over and over again hosting. Sports talk shows on AM FM radio. Very little on FM, mostly on AM. And I believe that there needs to be a lot more women out there. And it's not even providing a balance. It isn't even about that. It's just about different, something different. Could be a woman that sounds exactly like the male host. I don't care. But just get something other than the man all the time with the deep voices and the shouting. They would shout so loud on these shows. It was so distracting. I couldn't hear what's going on with the actual sport because they're yelling. They're bringing up their personal stuff and talking about their Viagra and their life connected to their sex organ. When, you know, let's get, let's get something fresh and new. 
That's why I'm doing this show. That's what I want this show to be about. The name of the show, uh, Women Talking Sports. I might make a new show and take it off of my Night Owls, which right now is under Night Owls on blogtalkradio.com, Miss X. I'll probably put it under a different category, uh, you know, name, just make an entirely new name and just call it a Woman Talking Sports. Woman Talking Sports. For something new, a Woman Talking Sports. Yes, the Browns defeated the Cincinnati Bengals. Stuff like this happens year after year after decade where a team will defeat their arch enemy or their arch rival who ends up going to the Super Bowl. We beat the Steelers. How many times did Cleveland beat the Steelers? And the Steelers still went to the Super Bowl and won. Yeah, that's why the Browns used to be called, as I was getting to earlier in the show, they used to be called, and if you're old enough to remember this, they used to be referred to as the Cardiac Kids, two Ks. Cardiac spelled with a K. Why? Because they would wait purposely just to drive everybody nuts and insane. They would wait until the very end of the game to start coming back and looking like they were going to win. (laughs) They would either pull it out at the end, get a touchdown, usually a field goal. How many times I was there on a Sunday afternoon after Sunday afternoon, breathless, holding your breath, tense, stressed out as could be, feeling all feeling all gray while it was all gray in the stadium, all gray overcast outdoors as you waited for that magic three-point field goal that was going to put the Browns ahead and make them win the game. That's what make them win the game. How many times they didn't pull off Clay Matthews? (laughs) Another name from the past, Clay Matthews. I told you, this is a show about a woman that knows nothing about modern-day sports. I'm back there in the 70s and 80s. Brian Sipe, Clay Matthews, Bernie, Bernie Kosar, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We got somebody in that chat room, Jack Forsythe. Hi, Jack. Well, anyway, give us your opinion. Are we supposed to be supporting. Nice that my J doesn't work. When I went to type in Jack on this crazy-ass keyboard, the, the stupid keyboard, excuse me, does not work right. He's going to have a conversation with me, so I'm not sitting here talking to myself as usual, which I could do at any time. Javon Clowney had two of the Browns, four sacks on Bengals' backup Brandon Allen which meant that the Browns finished the season with an 8-9 and nine record, and they were 3-3 three and three in the AFC North, which is different now. We didn't used to have North-South. We just had NFL. The Bengals are similar, too. I did have a point for bringing up the Cardiac Kids because the Bengals now are similar was waiting to the bitter end to win the game. So they make you all nervous and all like wondering if they're going to win or not. And then they pull the win out at the last minute. Right. Right now, Joe Burrow leads the league in touchdown passes that come pretty much 
late in the game. I like it late, as he does told someone. Oh, yeah. Another guy, Kenny, that used to work at ESPN was on tonight. On the radio saying that he told someone to go F himself on ESPN. And that's how he lost his job on ESPN. I'm figuring if you're tuning into the show tonight, you already know. I don't have to explain to you what ESPN is. I hope I don't have to explain that to anybody out there, what the network is. But, yeah, Kenny's got Simpson to win. I think so. That's what I think. Wow, you know, Jack was so bored that he he thought the show was so bad tonight and so boring. I guess that everybody left the chat room. You know how sad that is when everybody leaves your live chat room? It's really great because your little screen goes, and it looks like somebody's actually getting into the chat room. If you want to call in and you have something to contribute, Go right ahead, my dears. I would love here. I don't put up with any foul profanity language on this show. I don't care what you heard about internet or radio. If you even start that and you think it's funny, you're just going to get cut off the air. You're just going to get, you know, thrown off the air. But if you do, <laughs> if you do want to call in, 657. 383-1357-657-383-1357. That number is always right up there on the screen during a live broadcast. You can always get the number to call in at blogtalkradio.com, Miss X. Don't forget to put in the Miss X part or you'll never find the show. Miss hyphen X. So if you got Joe Burrow coming out at the last minute to win these games, he's not doing it alone. No quarterback on any team acts alone, just like you always want to blame it on the coach. I hear that year after year after year after year. Blame it all on the coach. Here, you can't do that. Because, why? Because the coach isn't out there making the plays. He's telling you the plays. He's responsible for that. He's responsible for that end, but you're the one out there, and it's not all up to the quarterback. And baby doll, if you don't learn anything from this show, or you want to take one thing away tonight from my first show, it is not all on the quarterback. Always remember that. It's not all on the quarterback. You all know who Pete Franklin is out there. Is there anybody in New York City who knows or remembers who Pete Franklin is. And because we're in the modern era, you're not allowed to cheat by looking it up on the web. If you know who Pete Franklin is, you drop me a line underneath your Facebook account, right at blogtalkradio.com, Miss X. You can put it under this show, you can put it under any show, but just put it. (laughs) You can put it on this show, you can put it under any of my past shows, but baby doll, just put it. This guy on Twitter was saying that SJ is a lot like the rest of us today. Back on January 9th, 2022. 2222. And who's he referring to? SJ. Things you got to learn so that you know what you're talking about when you get on a sports radio show. Like you apply for these jobs to work in sports radio. Then you have to go to the radio stations like I did, and you have to try to show them that they need to have more women 
talking about sports or just doing a sports show, not just talking about it, but with the knowledge of it and bringing new ideas and new visions to the table. Bring that to the round table. But you can't convince them of that when you don't even know the players' names. So get on with that, would you? Like I'm going to. That's the main thing I took away from this, that the Bengals are coming out. They're going to win. They're coming out with the wins at the last seconds, just like the Browns used to for all those years. And it was crazy the way they would do that. It wasn't just one season. It wasn't just one game or two or even a few games. Consecutively, consistently, and consecutively, the Browns would wait as if on purpose. And, you know, I often wonder, did they do that on purpose? To the last minute, just to get people excited. Did somebody up there in the front office tell them that? I want to tell you before I leave tonight, if you've never had a chance to tour, what, and, and you're very, very fortunate because we are, very, very fortunate to have a major sports team in your town, even one is great. And we have like three. Do we have more than three? You have an NFL team in your town. Tour the facility upstairs in the good seats. In the seats, in the suites. Go up to the suites. There are things that they had up there, photos of a past coach whose name shall remain nameless. And just looking at that photo of this past coach gave me, now I'm an artist, a little artistry, you know, my friends are too artisty to be into sports. Most of the people I know, yeah, they're just too artisty. But just looking at that photo, being an artist or whatever, sensitive to things. You're so sensitive. <laughs> I need some water in here. I need to wash my hands. I just got a whole new perspective on the person and the personality of the coach. Just by observing that photo when he was actually down there on the field on a cold, arctic weather, horrible type of day, probably with the snow flying in his face. Yeah. You have fun this Sunday. You go tour your facility if you have one in your town. And remember, we're going to end with First Dream because it is a shame. That was the name of the song I played, First Dream, but we're going to end with this. Have fun. Have your Super Bowl parties. And remember, this is a woman talking sports for once. Bye-bye.